0: IDP show. I'm your host, Josh Ramer. Joined in the Soul Shack tonight, on my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing very well, Josh. How are you this evening, my dear friend? Riding the wave, Bobo. Just riding the wave. <laughs> yes, sir. It's riding good. the wave. Good to be back in the Soul Shack with you fellas. Been a uh,
1: fun-filled few uh, days. Yes. We've, we've had some, some folks visiting us. Uh,
0: Got to play Park Mammoth. Uh, it was amazing. Everything's good right now. You I just finished listening to the draft live stream pod, and you famously said, who cares? We're playing a new course tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it lived up to the hype that you were setting on the live stream. Oh, and then some. It's a it's a treat. The picks were gorgeous, I got to say. It's beautiful. It's, it's a good-looking uh, course. Yeah, it's
1: going to be the best course that a lot of the people in this area have ever played because it's mm-hmm. public. Uh, but it's amazing. Yeah, I recommend to everyone if you're ever in the area. It was, Check it out.
2: It's definitely one of those places too that the picks are cool, but like they really don't do it justice.
1: Yeah, you, it really doesn't. You got to get down there in it, mm-hmm. and also you know usually when it's a it's a it's a pretty golf course. It's a it, yeah. it's a nice golf course that equals hard golf course. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that's How not many? the case here. Yeah. This is a fun golf. course. Is it it's okay? Not that, I mean, it's yeah. sixty one hundred yards. I think from the 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 back where we played. I mean, obviously up around the green is very hard. The greens are huge. The yeah. greens are. Her uh, very very slopey. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's uh, you know it's it's still a challenge, but for the most part, I mean, it you know there's there's holes where you can drive the green on. I mean, there's like multiple holes you can drive nice. the green on. Yeah, Jag- it's a fun course. Jagger
2: said it well. You know, it's a great place for people who don't play a ton because the fairways are very forgiving. But playing from the tips, and if you put the pin in a tough position on the on the uh, on the green. Um fast downhill, slow uphill. It's a difficult, difficult course. Like if they want it to be miserable, yeah, it could be miserable. True. It'll uh, get harder. But uh yeah, little Josh he got a uh and Evan got a little week uh, uh um afternoon uh disc golf session That's with right. him as well. That's right. Hey, Kyriakis is not to be outdone. I know it's like Bowling Green's oldest disc golf course, but it's very similar to Park Mammoth. It's in a valley. You kind of got some hills, of hills around you. A lot of hills, ups and downs. There's a lot yeah. of trees here, yep. unlike Park Mammoth. But uh, y'all played well. We we smashed uh, this weekend.
0: Yeah, probably my best round ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that you said you gave Evan those discs because they were new and you wanted him to break them in there by you go. smacking every, every tree, tree on the course. On the course. Yeah, Josh but, uh, had his first birdie, too. I did. Wow, oh, let's yeah, go, man. It was, uh, It's encouraging. So mm-hmm. Evan said he had never played before, but he was going to go back and, and start playing. Yeah. As kind of his, he likes to play pickleball ball so this is a nice change of pace. You know something I found about golf and disc golf and really most things honestly as far as
2: you know athletics are concerned well into your 30s if you haven't done it in a while just go do it because the chances are even if somebody else plays or you know says they play they're probably not that good and they're probably looking like just as much of a fool as you imagine yourself to be looking, I guess if that makes sense. I think Evan was worried about like what he's going to look like and stuff throwing the disc, and you know because it's a very awkward kind of you know. It you is. Really got to get into it. To you look be good. like a
0: newborn giraffe the first yeah.
2: few the first few throws, and but then you get into it. Golf is the same too. I mean, golf can be super sexy, but when you're first kind of getting back into it, I mean, it can be. You duffing some balls, it can be pretty ugly.
1: And even when you're good at it, man, you're gonna have those moments. Like you're gonna be humbled immediately. Like your playing partners are gonna see you, you know, get embarrassed and how you react to it. So I mean, it's just uh, it's a character tester.
2: The downhill par three that's like two twenty five. Jagger's played with us, and Jagger's is. Pretty close to a scratch golfer. Jaggers yeah, is a he's very. he's
1: like a two handicap, but he's playing at Old Stone. A which very.
2: A, ooh, yikes. Really good golfer. And I thought he hit a ball, and I think he hit like a four, a three iron off the tee. And uh, he kind of fussed a little bit after he hit it. And I'm, think, I'm seeing this trajectory of like where the pin is and where Jaggers' ball is. And in a 360-degree radius, he maybe hit it like a degree or two off of where he wanted. And it ended up being 24. 40 feet away, like, left of the pin. But that just goes to show you, like, if you're one or two degrees off on a on a 225-yard, you know, par three, I mean, it's, a, a, it's odds of hitting the green or not. But, you know, just like IDP, if you're one or two degrees off, you're not paying attention to every single pod, you know. You can find yourself bogey. In bogey, a dark place. You can find bogey.
1: yourself
0: in the trees looking for your disc or looking for your ball.
1: But don't ever give up. Doesn't matter how you start.
0: Doesn't matter if you're eight over after three. Keep plugging away. That's mm. right. And then you can finish 16 over after nine. Sure. That's how math Something works, like I that. think. But uh, it was fun. I will say my favorite part was the continual question of, what, what are you thinking here, Josh? And my answer was usually some variation of, I'm just going to throw it and pray. Mm-hmm. And that worked out okay. So you there we go. go. Josh. It was fun. You can tell what the IDP Summit was really all about. It was about mm. golfing. Beer. Food. Beer. Food. Disc yep. golfing. Friends. Fun. Mm. Yeah. We had a good hike in Mammoth Cave on Saturday. <laughs> I planted like 1500 flowers on Saturday. There you go. We just we all it had a beautiful a, weekend in we Kentucky. Had a, yeah. The weather was gorgeous. It was it was awesome. Also awesome. We got a mock draft episode for y'all tonight. We got a room full of nine other drafters, IDP sharks who are champing at the bit. So, gentlemen, what do you say? We kick this thing off. This is a six-round snake draft, three IDP, three offense. So we're going to get a good look at some ADP tonight and see what we think now in the wake of the actual NFL draft. How are we valuing these rookies? So, gentlemen, I'm going to let the group know that we are ready to kick things off, and we will see. We're going to be giving our commentary here on these picks. So, I'll give you all the draft order while we're waiting for everyone to log in. Macri's at the 101. Mike Wollert at the 102. Our boy Jake Colehagen's at the 103. Sticky Z is at 104. Cowbelly Fuel's at the 105. Joy the Tooth is at 106. Evan Ronda at 107. I'm at 108. John Glosser's 109. Addie's 110, Boo Bam is 111, and Bobbo, you are at the turn at 112. You love living at that turn. I'm at the turn. All right, I believe the group is ready to rock and roll. I see the green lights lit up like Christmas. So, gentlemen, let's kick it off post-draft, rookie mock draft. Here we go. All right, so John is on the board first, and he told me he's going to hop in at this 101 so he can take Brees Hall and we won't make fun of him. Bobby, is Brees Hall Hall, your 101 right now? Mm, Probably not. Because that's who John just took. And then Kenneth Walker goes off the board 102. That was the question for me of does Walker go 102? Mm -hmm. First wide receiver at 103, Garrett Wilson to Jake Colehagen.
1: Who's the 101?
0: Yeah, who's the 101? Is it a wide receiver? Oh, absolutely. Um, Traylon Burks goes 104 to Sticky Z. I really like, man, I don't know.
2: There's a lot of them that I really like. I can't really tell you who my one would be. Maybe Wilson. I like Burks in Tennessee. I also like London in Atlanta, which those are the first three wide receivers off the board. Um, I
1: think any – uh, it's a, it is so tough i've already been in that situation where you're choosing between those receivers mm-hmm. i was so tough i
0: think i had the pick of them at 103 or 104 in the uh, dynasty nerds mock draft okay and i went with uh, olave yeah that's, i like that that's the wide receiver i feel best about not just for 2022 yeah. but for dynasty as well
2: He could see a lot of uh, a lot of action this year great route runner as all well. right
0: gentlemen i'm sitting here drake london went 105 to cow Belly fuel Uh, Jameson Williams went 106 to Joey. Evan took Chris Olave. So I'm sitting here with Sky Moore, James Cook, Christian Watson, Jahan Dotson, George Pickens. I got 36 seconds left on the clock. Bobby, I'm kind of thinking Sky Moore here. It's between Sky Moore and James Cook, or my pick of the IDP litter. Yeah. Oh, man. The Sky Moore stuff is
2: interesting. Because he's fun, but he's smaller. He's not really my type of guy. I have a guy that I would take. It's not Sky Moore. Okay, well, I'm going to go Sky Moore.
0: I don't hate
1: it, Josh. I wish you wouldn't have. Uh, (laughs) I
0: bet you don't. Let's see what Glosser. Glosser goes James Cook at the 109. So, Addy, you're on the board. Take us through your thought process here. Okay, well, I mean... Yeah,
1: it's it's gone pretty much chalk for the most part, I think. Um,
0: Look at that big, fat chunk of mm-hmm. wide receivers from 103 to 108.
1: I think that I agree for the most part. I mean, right now, I'm I'm probably in uh, – I mean, it's Christian Watson's, I think, the obvious choice here, landing in Green Bay. That was their first – I mean – That's
0: that, what I, I – I was also when's weighing the last him time, as well.
1: When's the last time Green Bay's taken a receiver high like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they use second-round capital on them. Um, yeah, Rogers is is still gonna be there for, for a good bit.
0: Good opportunity, a little bit of a raw prospect, but that would be my pick there at the one ten.
1: Definitely considering like, you know, potentially like Devin Lloyd, Aiden Hutchinson, yes. like they're in consideration. We're but, in
0: range for an IDP, I think. I still
1: I still, still want to go Christian Watson.
0: Great all call. Right. Christian Watson, it is. So while we're waiting on Boobam, yeah. would
2: y'all have elevated uh Cook at all over those wide receivers? Mm,
0: I don't think so. Okay. Cook is a nice complimentary piece for me. If he's in that JD McKissick role Uh, I want the wide receivers ahead of a player like that. Okay,
2: so this is where it gets really tricky for me because um, Johan Dotson actually went off the board at 111 um, to Bubam there. And so I have two picks here in a row,
0: and I am going to go with – You like Pickens there? Wide receiver from the uh, Steelers? Man, I really – You also have David Bell who landed with the Browns. Uh, You have Isaiah Spiller landing with the Chargers. I'm gonna go ahead. and Hutchinson, in. all right, at the one twelve.
1: I think that, it I that think, makes
0: sense. I think it's time. I think it's time. Drag this pick out so we can talk a little bit. But yeah. uh, I was talking with Sam Cosby, our buddy from the XFFL today. I set the over under at one and a half IDPs in the first round. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about that? I feel like Devin Lloyd, Aiden Hutchinson, and even Kyle Hamilton are all in play <laughs> for IDP in the first round. Yeah, I could see maybe one. One would be my guess as well, mm-hmm. but one. those other guys are in consideration enough that I think you could see two in a lot of drafts. So I
1: think I've only seen. Well, that's not true. We've seen we're in some leagues. We got Johnny took him like early in one of those leagues, like one oh seven. Devin think. Lloyd,
0: no um, Hutchinson. Hutchinson, yeah. If the DN thirst is as real as it is in our RSO league, I could see DN that's a league, going.
1: That's a league where you start four of them, and they're you know, have you know yep. highly scored. <laughs>
0: And Bobby goes Kyle Hamilton at the 2 0. Wow. So,
2: this is against uh, normally what I uh, most of the time do. Most of the time, I'm all about offense. But I believe there's a pretty severe tier break after Christian Watson. I don't value George Pickens the same. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is there at wide receiver or at running back. You've got Isaiah Spiller. Uh, I do like Rashad White, David Bell. George Pickens was pretty close. But, man. For my lineups, I really want a plug-and-play receiver right now, and I don't feel like Pickens into a Deontay Johnson, uh, Friar Muth, and Chase Claypool offense right now, led by Mitchell Trubisky and maybe Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I think it'll be Pickett day into. one,
0: if I had to guess. So and That's
2: probably way too high on Hamilton, by the way. That's all right. Add- He's
0: in consideration for me here. I'm actually at the 203 in the XFFL, and I think these IDPs, mm-hmm. Aiden Hutchinson, Kyle Hamilton, Devin Lloyd, are... Who I'm going to be choosing between? So Addy goes Kayvon Thibodeau, and then George Pickens goes off the clock right after that. So I'm in the worst sort of hell because the guys that I was hoping would make it back to me <laughs> did not. Uh, so I'm stuck here looking at some of these uh, wide receiver options. Babo, help me out here because I agree with you. I think it drops off a cliff after the uh, George Pickens. Get your cult guy,
1: yeah, Alec, yeah. Alec Pierce,
2: um. Where is this Trey McRod going to kind of bleed in for you all? Yeah, I,
0: uh, more of an arrow up with DeAndre Hopkins getting suspended yeah. for six games. Yeah, he should have a, a, a early role, you yeah. know.
2: Is this a prime position in an actual, like, draft to trade back, maybe? Yes.
0: Right here around the start of the second round is like, oh, boy. Because I'm looking at some of these names, and I'm like, these all feel like third-round picks to me. Yeah. Uh, but I do agree. I think um, here's the thing. The pick itself, you could argue with the value there, Mm -hmm. uh, but we're going to go with Alec Pierce, the wide receiver, for the Colts because the opportunity is going to be there. It is. Michael Pittman. Para-Ass Campbell. Yeah, Para-Ass Campbell, Ashton Doolin. Mm -hmm. Um, So even though I wasn't crazy about the pick, I I think Sky Moore was still on the board at that point. Mm -hmm. I would have rather had him. But, um, you know, this guy I think is going to have opportunity with Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. That's pretty nice. So – David Bell goes off the board to Evan Ronda at the two oh six. It's a good pick there with uh, you know
1: Deshaun Watson not having hardly any receivers at all with the, what they lost Jarvis Landry. Um, yeah, you've
0: got Amari Cooper and um, Amari's nice Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah. yeah,
1: but they definitely have a need there receiver, so that's that's a that's a good fit there. So, so. exactly
2: what you're talking about here, Josh. After Pierce, David Bell uh, to Evan Ronda, and then Tyler Algier to uh, Joey the Tooth, the running back for Atlanta, which actually they released Mike Davis today. They did indeed. So it's essentially Algier and then uh, Cordero Patterson. So it's not too muddy of a backfield. Maybe Algier sees some early uh, early time. There is one running back, actually two running backs still on the board, that I would start to consider here in the next couple picks if a person didn't really want to just fully jump into uh, the IDP uh, uh, prospects. Uh, But we'll see which way uh, Kyle Bellyfield
0: decides to go. This feels like an IDP pick to me. Could we see a, um, uh, what is it, Quack Walker here? Yeah. Wouldn't that be a homer pick for the ages if he goes Quack Walker? Now, y'all boys, remember, we do have three IDP, three offense. So uh, keep that in mind as you are filling out your lineups here. Time's up. Kyle goes with Rashad White. Yeah, Sorry, Kyle.
2: I've actually seen a lot of rookie drafts where Rashad White's ADP is probably a little bit higher than that. I saw him go at like a 205 um, in a draft earlier today, which I think is too high. I really think he's probably um, a third-rounder, late second maybe, but I don't hate it. I mean, Addy can speak to that being the uh, Keyshawn Vaughn uh, staying over there.
0: Is this just the next Keyshawn
1: Vaughn, though? Well, Bruce Arians is no longer there. I mean, that's always the thing. Sure. The, the, the common thread is, is Bruce, Bruce Arians, and it's easy to get in the doghouse. He's a crotchety old man that's mm-hmm. going to make you prove it, you know.
2: Wow, how far uh, Isaiah Spiller has fallen. You know, a year ago, he would have probably been a top prospect off of any rookie yep. uh, ADP
0: And
1: now board. he goes to the
0: 209.
1: Uh, yeah. A year ago, shoot, like a month ago, people were doing Moss, and he was like a – one o six. Same with I mean, Malik Willis too was like you know at the
0: 101, yeah, where 102 does he go? In super Superflex. Does, does he go? He's going fourth like, round in non Superflex dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean maybe yeah, fourth or fifth. Yeah, he gets One drafted be, super right. Superflex because flex is of going the rushing like,
1: upside. Superflex is going like I'm seeing like mid first late second. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Mid second late second.
2: Let's yeah. go ahead and talk about the uh, Kentucky boy real quick before he goes off the board. Wondell, Wondell
0: Robinson. Yep. Y'all
2: y'all like. One Connie Dale. was
0: a huge fan of Wandell Robinson. Kept comping him to T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Seemed like he got overdrafted by the Giants, but um, I don't know. He's one of those that I feel like gadget guy. Is he really going to have a role? Mm-hmm. That's Danny Dimes. I mean, yeah,
1: Danny Dimes. Yeah, you know, he know he's not the future. There's going to be another quarterback that comes in there. But mm-hmm. yeah, I do like Wandell. I mean, he's got a good profile. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of wish he hadn't gone to the Giants. Maybe. Yeah, but again, you gotta you gotta just hope for the best there in that in that situation. Same thing with like Atlanta. If you're drafting Atlanta guys, if you're being optimistic about Kyle yeah. Pitts, mm-hmm. you're knowing and 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 also think about it. I mean, if you're a quarterback and and you're looking for somewhere to land, what better place I mean to go than Atlanta? Well, you're gonna have these two up and coming yep. you know young studs at receiver. I mean, that's going to be pretty good offensive appealing. play call They're going to get a quarterback. I, mean, just... I, I agree.
0: And if you Desmond Ritter is there, and uh-huh. try, Nate Tice was saying on the Athletic Football Show today, it's a great situation. You try Ritter, Ritter out, and if he's good, that's great. Yeah. If he's not good enough to keep you from taking one of those top two quarterbacks, then that's what you do. Yeah, there's a good chance they're going to be – Probably Bad, either way, four wins. It doesn't matter. You know? I mean, so they're
1: going to be back in the hunt for you know a quarterback potentially next year.
0: Yeah. So to update y'all, Jermaine Johnson goes at the 210. John Mechie goes at the 211. And then John finishes up the second round going George Karloftis at the 212. Mm-hmm. Wanted to read some rationale here. So Boobam taking Devin Lloyd at the 202. Said taking Lloyd at 14 is a no-brainer. Most likely guy on the board at that point to start and score well every week for a team. Uh, Evan said, I took Bell because I see him as the last wide receiver that I have a decent level of confidence, should see day one production at a level that could merit starting while also being an accruable asset at wide receiver connected to a good QB. That's what you said, Addy on a shallow wide receiver depth chart. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh Jake Cole uh, rationale here in round two with the two big DLs off the board. I wanted to make sure I land one of the remaining top end first round edge rushers. I am banking on the upside and coaching of solid to push Johnson up over car loftus.
2: I really like this next pick by John, um, Damian Pierce there, the running back in Houston. Um, Houston was horrible last year. They have essentially no running backs. I don't know who's left. Um, Phillip Lindsey. I think Duke Johnson is gone. David Johnson is a shell of himself. Um, Pierce should, should really see some touches in uh, 2022, I believe. Um, and then Mike Wollert follows that up. Um Christian Harris. There you go. Linebacker for the Houston Texans. So staying in Houston there for the two, uh, pro- t- productivity.
0: Yeah, two back-to-back Houston picks there. So thus far, John has gone Brees Hall, George Karloftis, and Damian Pierce. And Mike has gone Kenneth Walker, John Mechie, and Christian Harris. So Jake Colhagen back on the board, having Garrett Wilson and Jermaine Johnson. Boys, by the time we get into the sixth round, I feel like we're going to be drafting cornerbacks and mm-hmm. defensive tackles at this rate. For sure. This gets um Man, this gets pretty ugly quick, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So, what are y'all thinking here? There is still some nice IDP talent off the board. So, chances are I'm probably going IDP with my next pick. To try to snag one of those kind of, I don't want to say upper echelon, but maybe second or third tier IDPs. Mm,
2: I like that pick right there. Um, Zamir White to uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, who um, didn't take the fifth year on Josh Jacobs. And then... They still have Kenyon Drake, I guess, but um, White does have some upside, at least to me. Twenty-two, uh, he's six foot two fifteen. He went to Georgia. Um, he was a pretty decent draft. Pick, I think one twenty-two by Vegas. I don't know what that
0: was, maybe a fourth rounder. Um, but he, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a fan. I always like what the footballers say about follow the money. Mm-hmm. The Raiders chose not to pick up Josh Jacobs' option, mm-hmm. basically saying, "Get off our team. We don't want you." and then drafted Zamir White. So that tells me, with two moves tied to money, that they thought running back was a need. Mm-hmm. So Sticky goes with Trayvon Walker at mm-hmm. the 304. Kyle Bellyfield is back up here. I'm calling it, folks. This is Quay Walker. No, he goes Wandell Robinson at the 305.
2: That's a pretty long fall for uh, Walker, from the 101 of the I actual know. NFL draft to the uh, 304.
0: I mean, the buzz seems to be that that Trayvon is... is I mean, the IDP conversation has not been positive around Trayvon Walker. Let's say that. Yeah, that's true. But true. I mean, you know, at that when he's if he's going to be a
1: third or fourth round pick, I mean, that's I'll take the shot. At yes, him.
0: absolutely. This is the range at which I'm like, yeah, of course, I'll yeah. take the 101 in the actual NFL draft. But yeah, he's going as what the fourth guy off the board now, pretty much. Yep. Because you had who? You had Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, then George, then Carl Loftus, then Karl Loftus Although, and then say, Walker.
1: I did see. uh Tom Kisslingberry go Trayvon Walker and in, in one of the uh, MFL leagues that I'm in. Uh, but he is listed as a defensive tackle. Over, so I don't know if that had any, any influence on his decision or not, but, mm. but yeah, I mean, he's three or four. Definitely. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely. yes. I think so. So. All right. Uh, let's see. Evan Ronda went to Kobe Dean. So, fellas, I am going to go ahead and make the pick that I thought Belly Fuel was going to make here because there are some nice options on the board at linebacker, and that's where I'm wanting to go here with this 308. Troy Anderson's appealing. Channing Tindall is really nice. We talked him up on the Landing Spots pod. Uh, you also have some of the great safety options there with Jaquan Brisker and Lewis Seen. You could take a dice roll on David Ajabo and just stash him. A couple good edges and Drake Jackson and Boye Mafé but I am going to go ahead and take Quay Walker. Nice. This feels like the right spot. I think third round, late third round, I'm not necessarily banking on this guy being a day one contributor, um, but I like the upside there as Devondre Campbell insurance, as you know, potentially the long-term option there if they decide to move on from Campbell. So, um, John Glosser goes with Channing Tindall. So, you see a run there into Kobe Dean, Quay Walker, Channing Tindall. Addie, you're on the board. 50 seconds left. Take us through your thinking here, hon.
1: Yeah, big run on defenders. So, to me, that means we got some offensive value falling. All right. Well, tell us who and you're I thinking. I see some. I mean, we got, we got Trey McBride here. Yeah, at, that's really nice. At uh, at 310. And we, we know about the DeAndre Hopkins suspension. Um, man, that's pretty tough to pass on right here. There's another guy that I'm I'm really interested in, but I'm wondering if he won't be there for me at four three. It's really tough.
0: All right, fifteen seconds, Addy. We're gonna give it a go. Let's uh go, Trey McBride. Let's go, Trey McBride. I like that a lot. That makes a lot of sense to me. Uh Boobam is on the clock at the three eleven.
1: But Arizona, you know, they're gonna have an opportunity to run a lot more two tight end sets. Uh yes. they're gonna have to be more creative with their play calling. Uh either way, I mean, Zach Ertz is I think thirty one at this point at least. Uh I know he just signed a deal, but I mean that's that's it's probably a two year out type deal. So he'll get to learn from Zach Ertz and uh yeah, then he has Kyler Murray as his quarterback who does uh, you know, has no problem favoring tight ends.
0: Yeah, how,
2: how do y'all feel about that pick right there?
0: So Kenny Pickett, I was actually looking at him as well for when we get back to me in the fourth. Um, Jake Colhagen said he went with Zamir White because Macri is a big jerk. That's the number one reason. Mm-hmm, also, sure. what you said, Bobo, with Las Vegas not picking up the fifth year option on Jacob, new coaching staff, and Zeus fits the Damian Harris, J Stevenson that McDaniel's is just coming from mm-hmm. should be a back who sees work now and looks great for years two through four. Mm-hmm. Uh said city almost took Nicobe Dean at the 301. So Bobby, who you going with here? Twenty seconds left. You've got Hutchinson. And, Hamilton, you going offense? I'm actually not. I'm going to go back defense again
2: just because I think the value is still there. This is a guy that we talked up as possibly the uh, the number one linebacker off the board. I am going to go Chad Muma.
0: That's a great pick.
2: Um, it's a very I, nice pick. I feel like he's fallen far enough. I think he's going to pair there with uh, Aiden Hutchinson and Kyle Hamilton quite well on my team. So I have my IDPs done early, so now I'm going back to look at um, – at offense again, and Josh, you can fill me in a little bit on this move right here. But I really like the athletic profile. I really like the prospect. I'm going to go Jelani Woods. At all the right, one
0: very nice, most athletic tight end prospect of all time, mm-hmm. uh, six foot seven, I yeah. think. So we've got the Monstars lineup with Pittman, Mo Alley, Cox, Jelani Woods. There was another guy on there. The Colts offense, I think Alec Pierce is like six foot three or six foot four. What's the uh,
2: what? What do you think about Jelani Woods with uh, Matt Ryan?
0: You think because um, Ryan
2: prolifically has a pretty good tight end most years.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be patient with Jelani Woods. This sure. is not something I expect to pan out. They got grandson, Kylan mm-hmm. oh, Grandson. Yeah, Cox, Mo Alley Cox. I think is back on just a one year deal. Jack Doyle has retired, so I think it could be an opportunity there, especially if Mo Alley deals with injury. Addy, 30 seconds on the clock. Jaquan Brisker just went off. What you thinking here? All right. Well,
1: I'm gonna. I'm very excited to get this guy here. I'm going to go with Tyrion Davis-Price out of LSU. He was selected number 93 overall by the San Francisco 49ers. Sorry, (laughs) Elijah Mitchell stands, but uh, this guy is going to eat into his workload.
0: All right. Make sure you actually take him there. There you go, because I I get down to the end of the clock, and I'm still talking. It's like three seconds left. But he's going
1: to be a perfect fit there for for, San Fran. And also, I saw where Miami was devastated about mm-hmm. this guy going, because I think he like got picked right in front of him. Nice. So,
0: so Lewis Seen goes off the board, the DB, the uh, Cameron Bynum killer there. I'm on the clock here, and I have just taken my first defensive player. So, I've got two offense and one defense, and I'm staring down a guy that I really have a hard time passing up because of the injury to... Uh, the second wide receiver, Bobbo in Dallas helped me out here. Uh, Michael Gallup, Michael Gallup. I think Jalen Tolbert landing there, the wide receiver in Dallas could have some day one opportunity. So I'm going Jalen Tolbert at the four Oh five. Nice. I do like that.
2: Um, Gallup might not start the year and, uh, that's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty good offense, uh, being run there by what's the young guy, Kellen, uh, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore. Yep. And, um, I don't, I don't know how far into the season it was that Gallup got hurt, but
0: um, I don't mind that. Yeah. So, <laughs> John Boobam's uh, little avatar and sleeper is like a hand turkey. Okay. And so Macri said, "Rumor has it that Kenny Pickett's hand is to scale to the turkey hand in Boobam's avatar on my phone, <laughs> so it's an appropriate pick by him." Uh, So well done, John. Well done. Mm -hmm. And I love that he spelled rumor with a a U, those uh, those wacky Canadians. Mm -hmm. So Evan's on the board here, fellas, and he has gone Chris Olave, David Bell and Nekobe Dean. Uh, Evan just got done doing the RSO IDP rankings for rookies. So I did not know this, fellas, but not only is that going to be posted on the site, it's going to be the draft rankings when you get into wow. the rookie draft room that's awesome so the adp essentially is going to Set be up by evan that's right evan and Boobam combine uh, combined their rankings and then merge those with the offense to do combined and idp breakout rankings so oh, check damn. that
2: out there goes uh, two guys that i had at uh, my eye on obviously i've taken too many idps but troy anderson there to evan ronda is a great uh, a great pick just for, for the value and then uh dubs there the um uh, the additional wide receiver that they took in uh, Green Bay. I've heard a lot of people that kind of low key like him more than Christian Watson. Really? Um he was uh, he was pretty talented in college. Addy, you know much about him? Who? Dubes. Dalbs. Oh yeah, I
1: mean, he seems like a big body type receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Seems, I mean they they uh they don't have a really tough depth chart to climb, so
0: well, that's not who Joey wanted to take. He wanted to take Anderson mm. and uh, is very mad at Evan Ronda in the chat for sniping him on that. Jalen Petre goes off the board to Kyle Bellyfield at 4.08. Sticky is back on the board having Traylon Burks, Isaiah Spiller, and Trayvon Walker. So – um let's see Bobo you're done on defense so you're looking offense now my mm-hmm. offense is done so I'm looking defense the rest of the way mm-hmm. um who is your favorite talent left on the board here Bobo as far as defensively yeah i either side kind of looking forward for the rest of our league mates here
2: man um Brian Robinson is kind of interesting. I know out of Alabama, he was a pretty productive running back there. You know, it's kind of amazing all these numbers that come out of Alabama offensively, whether it's running back or wide receiver, because every year there's so many prospects that come out, and, and their numbers always seem to be so elevated. Um, and it just it's it's just unbelievable how many – Talented people, um, not only offensively but defensively as well, that uh, that Alabama puts out, and obviously there, Brian Robinson goes,
0: uh, the new Washington running back to um, to your boy Josh. There you go, Jay Colehagen mm-hmm. takes Brian Robinson, uh, sticky timed out and went with Greg Dolchich, the tight end from the Denver Broncos. Here's a conversation that um, Evan posted that he thinks it's possible that uh, Anderson cracks the starting lineup in Atlanta over Michael Walker. I was also having this conversation with Kyle B. this morning Mm. because Michael Walker was one of his sleepers in the IDP draft kit. I think we're actually going to scratch that because of Anderson landing there. How do you all think that shakes out? I think there's a better than average chance that Anderson could take that LB spot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see it at all. I mean, Michael hasn't been able to grab a hold of that Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not like it's been easy. I mean, he's got good competition there in front of him. But, I mean, yeah, them bringing in a, another linebacker doesn't speak highly of Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we and know. The, and Troy Anderson's good. So- and, and
0: that's a profitable role for IDP, Bobo, that Atlanta second linebacker.
2: And, um, you know, Michael had some time last year to kind of, you know, solidify a little bit of a role now that, uh, you know, Atlanta, I guess, probably knew that they weren't going to be able to keep Foyer. Um But, oh, wow, Vellis Jones, the uh, only wide receiver essentially that Chicago took in the uh, actual draft goes there to Macri, which I don't hate. Volume-wise, they're going to have to throw the ball to somebody. Um,
0: but, man, Chicago has just done fields so wrong this, uh, this They've offseason. They've done them dirty. They've done them very dirty. Uh, Joey was talking to y- your uh, analysis here of the – is it daubs or Dubes? I know? call him Dubes. All I right. mean, I don't know. That's probably like for wrong. For dubes Yeah, let's yeah. go with dubes I went with dubes <laughs> because he has legit deep speed with a solid release package and a strong NFL-ready frame. You could say I also have a solid release package mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. He could turn into a favorite target of Rodgers and a barren group of wide receivers. Hey, get you dupes Get your dubs and get your reader, Bobo.
2: I have heard that uh, there's a lot of real uh, Green Bay fans on Twitter that are pretty pissed about all these people already comping dubs to uh,
0: Devontae Adams, and they're like, "Would y'all, would just you chill. please stop? Let's just chill out. Uh, chill out. He's
1: Jordy Nelson. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, we get we get Pat, uh, Macri's analysis here. I took Valus Jones because he has decent draft capital, and the Bears' receiving core is almost as bad as the Packers. Sorry, Kyle. Oh boy. So, uh, Khalil Shakir goes off the board, the wide receiver from Buffalo. So, he goes Valus Jones, Khalil Shakir. David Ajabo goes the 502. That's a nice little kind of – Stash. stash him on yeah stash him on your taxi squad or on your IR and roll him out in 2023 uh Jay Cole Hagen said Brian Robinson buy in based on the draft capital and Gibson's consistent nagging health issues over the first couple years he showed when he has given the load at Alabama due to others injuries he can carry that worst case he is a committee back and a handcuff for a year or two
2: eh I disagree Brian Robinson had a lot of injuries in uh in college as well. So I, I, I like him. When he's healthy, he's, he is pretty fun, but he's dealt with a few injuries at uh, Alabama.
0: I do love this from Evan. He said he searched Valus Jones in Giphy, and a gif of an old man who has to be at least 98 years old is what came up. So I, like that. I don't know if that's actually true or he's just trolling us, but uh, Kirby Joseph there is a fun little DB pick as well. I just see that, and I think Carl Joseph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I just think
2: about Kirby, the uh, the the video game from. Uh, the, oh, Super do Nintendo. you look at you? That was
0: one game I actually played when I was. Younger. I thought you were going to say Kirby Smart, the Georgia coach. No, no. So sticky is on the board. He has gone Traylon Burks, Isaiah Spiller, Trayvon Walker, and Greg Dolchich. So um, what do y'all think about Isaiah Spiller? Does he
2: does he help? Does he is he a handcuff to to um, um, Austin
1: Eckler? Yeah, I think he's he's a nice nice guy to grab. I think where did he go in this draft? Uh, he went two oh nine, two
0: oh nine. Yeah, I mean that's that's rich.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean Eckler's still there.
2: Twenty six, I think Eckler is.
1: But yeah, I mean that's a you know he's got a chance to be a league winner if something were to happen to Eckler.
0: Yeah. There's still some nice defensive talent on the board. I think this is going to be a really, really nice – because you guys got to think, we're in a Mm five-round, right, rookie draft in our RSO league, and some of these defenders that I think are going to be left in the free agent auction because they're not drafted, Mm -hmm. some really nice names here. So I know know where Evan's going here. If he goes there, I will will tell you. All right, so I'm trying to see here – Jake said Kirby Joseph in the fifth is a shot on his first year of production, played yeah. primarily deep, but there should be some potential value for this in a Lions defense that should still be rebuilding.
2: Hey, and shout out to my boy Tommy this week. I gave him a little credit on uh, on Twitter, and yes, I was correct. Uh, Calvin Austin, Calvin there, Austin, the, yeah, uh, yeah. he loves Pittsburgh. Calvin Austin. Yeah, he's awesome. But uh, out of
0: Memphis, yes, yes, yes. he's a yeah. like an uh, electric highlight reel. Yeah. So I, that's one
2: thing with being a Memphis low key fan. I had, I think I had them all last year. Pollard. Hendo, uh, who else, Gibson, there's another one as well. Oh, Kenny Gainwell. I had all the running backs last year. But any running back or wide receiver that comes out of Memphis, I pay attention to. Um, but what I was saying was that uh, my boy Tommy, I gave him a little shout-out this week on Twitter uh, because he's a big Detroit fan. And, uh, man, Detroit just nailed the draft. They made so many good draft picks, I feel like, for uh, not only for the offense but also for the
0: defense. That defense right. is going to be fun. Bobby, I need a one-word answer. Drake Jackson, Josh Pascal. Uh Pascal. You going Pascal? Yes. Okay, I'm going Drake Jackson. Nice. Good call. So I just I like the landing spot. Hopefully he gets the dual designation tag in Sleeper. Because he's mm. listed as a linebacker he will. right now. I want to Drake Jackson. Addie's pissed. Yeah, I'm sorry, Eddie. Had to snap, you had to be done.
1: But hey, I mean that's a great value there. Getting him what, five oh eight. Five oh eight. That's I mean, right. That's, that's fantastic. There's a
0: linebacker here, Addie, for your Vikings, Brian Asamoa, who mm-hmm. was in consideration for me as well. Also looking at Brian Cook, uh, Nick Benito, and then Josh Pascal as well from UK. So uh Glosser is on the clock now. He has looks like James Cook, George Pickens, Channing Tyndall, Lewis scene and goes Jordan Davis. So, so there that answers wow. the Jordan Davis. And that's a good pick there. That uh, is.
1: I mean, even though it's sleeper, it's probably not the best pick in Sleeper, right? Because I mean, we're not gonna pay uh play defensive tackles in your DL spot that much. Uh but there, maybe he's one of those exception types, right? I mean, could there, be. There, 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 there are like five. At this point, bank on the athleticism. Six to ten of them that yeah. you can
2: play. And there's some of them that get a lot of tackles every week.
0: Yeah. Um, he could be one of those guys absolutely. for
2: sure. I had Jordan Davis in the queue earlier until I drafted all my uh, IDPs. I, I like that pick a lot. So
0: we skipped over this one, but Joey went with Bo, uh, Boye Mafe at the five oh six.
2: Uh, he said
0: Mafe is a constantly improving edge and an explosive athlete with second round draft capital to a team void of any intriguing talent at the edge position. Addy, ten seconds. Who are you going with here? This is gonna be a pick that probably no
1: one is making. Uh Y'all Josh, Josh will know who it is. Our boy D'Angelo Malone That's out of right. Western Kentucky University.
0: Real recognize real.
1: Third round pick. Uh we know about what's not there on that Atlanta front. Talent. Malone's gonna get a real opportunity. Him and Ebicetti, right? Yep. And he's a good player. So let's take him here in the in the fifth Love round. Love that. Love that the, so much. WKU
0: Homerism is just a plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Bobby, let's keep the WKU Homerism going here and take Bailey Zappi. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, five twelve. Don't know if we can do that. So Josh. Tyler Beatty, the running back for Baltimore, goes off the board to Boobam at five eleven. Okay. You're on the clock here, Bobbo, and you got to go offense. So talk us through your thinking. So this one I don't want to do actually
2: in the first five rounds just because I think it would be cool to actually get in the sixth round. But I am going to sneak in here. I'm, it's going to be a bit of a homer pick. I'm going to take Kyron Williams okay, uh, running back there to the Los Angeles Rams. Daryl Henderson has not worked out over the last three years. Um, Cam Akers surgically repairs Achilles. Uh, surgically repaired Achilles um, to many in the fantasy community. Um, they're already pegging him as a top five running back. I'm not quite That's doing rich that rich yet. Me. Um, I think I think depth is going to be smart there in um, in Los Angeles, and I I really like Kyron Williams. I think that the Rams got a really good pick there. But this is the pick that I really wanted to make just because I wanted to uh, just to see kind of what happened. Um, Justin Ross Ooh, got picked up by Andy yes, Reid today as an undrafted free
0: agent. Doesn't even have the team yet in sleeper. This is such a recent move.
2: And uh, if it weren't for my uncle Randall, shout out Uncle Randall. I know you're not listening, but uh, he, I asked, I called him uh, after the draft. I was like, dude, why did Justin Ross not get uh, not get picked up? And he was like, man, there were people that didn't think he was gonna like be able to function again. He said his back was like so bad. But he had the spinal fusion, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess his medicals are bad. But if you're gonna go to an NFL team. And let them kind of throw a dart on you. Why not let it be the Kansas City Chiefs?
1: Love that. They cleared them, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. But yeah, you're right. I took him actually in the fourth round of a draft today.
2: He uh, 1,400 yards, I think, his freshman year. His freshman freshman year lit,
0: lit the world on fire as freshman year.
2: But shout out Bam. I
1: do
0: love the uh, Malik Willis pick there. there Here's the answer. So in our RSO draft, if this was our RSO draft, it shakes out probably a little different since it's going to be like the you know draft that resets mm-hmm. every round rather than a snake draft, mm-hmm. and the position designations are a little different but Malik Willis would not even have been drafted mm-hmm. if this was a normal five-round rookie draft. Wow. So that is absolutely shocking to me. Uh, he, yeah, Boobam said, Willis in the 6 i I'll take a possible cheat code QB with that pick. Yeah, great pick by Adam, too. Yeah, As- Asamoa. love that. Hicks is there, so I'm not doubting Jordan Hicks's ability to block a rookie linebacker again, but for the future, I mean, we like know, that a lot. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think it's, you know potentially 2023 it could be brian's job just because yep. yes i, I mean, agree with that kendrick's we'll see what happens with him I mean, he's he's a high cap number i mean that he's always kind of you know uh in talks about that stuff like could they move on from him because of his because of his high cap number where they where they are as a team yeah um so yeah he could have a, a opportunity pretty soon
0: I agree. So, Bobby, I don't even have to make the difficult choice because Josh Pascal comes back around to me at six oh five, and that's where we're going. Yeah. So, uh, I think is that Tyquan Thornton, the wide receiver Mm -hmm. for New England, there at the six oh four to John Glosser. So, boys, let's read off our teams here while the draft wraps up. So, Bobby, kick us off here. You were picking from the one twelve. Yeah. So, one twelve
2: went Aiden Hutchinson. Two oh one went Kyle Hamilton. Three twelve went Chad Muma. Four oh one went Jelani Woods. 512 went Kyron Williams, and then 601 came back and got Justin
0: Ross, wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. Very nice. Addie, you were picking from the 110. Recap your team for us, son Christian Watson,
1: Kayvon Thibodeau, Trey McBride, Tarion Davis Price, D'Angelo Malone. Brian Asamoah.
0: God, I love that Malone pick. Mm-hmm. That's just so nice on a on a defensive line that He's was on
1: no one's radar. That
0: was the worst yeah. in the NFL at sacking the quarterback last year. This team was like far and away the worst. Yeah, and you just added two playmakers in Ebikadi and Malone. Love that very much. So uh, Brian Cook, the safety for the Kansas City Chiefs, goes to Evan Ronda at six oh six. Uh, who's this Barno character from the Panthers going at the six oh seven to Joey? Mm. Uh, Sam Williams, the defensive lineman for the Dallas Cowboys, goes at six oh eight. A lot of people passing on Pierre Strong. He's kind of hung
2: around a little bit, but there was a nice little PFF uh, tweet I saw today of all six of their running backs. It's- it's a pretty heavy backfield.
0: It was. I saw the one where it was the church pews and they all have the guns oh, yeah. pointed at each <laughs> other's heads and then you had James White and the rafters with the sniper rifle. Yeah, I do like that. Just waiting.
1: We should also probably clarify that the reason maybe some of these guys are lingering around, we do have, you have to get, three. That's IDPs. true. Yes. It.
0: So there is a little bit of a constraint here in terms of, um, uh, even though Macri, so thirty six offensive players. Yeah. Right? 36 and 36. Macri didn't follow the rules
2: though. RB DL RB wide receiver, wide receiver. Oh, I didn't realize you had to follow
0: the rules. Kick him boy. out. Josh. I thought you did too. I thought you had to go three and three. Wow. Damn.
2: BFF Macri thinks he, uh, the whole draft is tainted. So there goes Pierre strong to uh,
0: sticky Z. I don't mind that. I do like Pierre. And then uh, Jake goes with uh, Derek Stingley mm-hmm. at nice. the six ten, and then T. Bernard, yep, uh, from the linebacker from the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> Terrell old, Bernard. Old Terrell Bernard. That's the one that Kyle uh, Kyle Brant read on the NFL draft. There so, you go. and let's see how Macri wraps things up here. Uh, let's see. Watch him go offense. Let me see here. I'm trying to find some other. Telling
1: me better not. Telling me better go IDP.
0: He better go IDP. Um, Mr. IDP
1: specialist for PFF.
0: I know. Josh taking Pascal for the Josh brand instead of taking Bailey Zappi for the WKU brand. Shaking my head. Evan said, I almost took D'Angelo Malone for that very reason. And Jake said, Your real name is D'Angelo. So, yes. There you go. All right. So, Devontae Wyatt, that was the defensive tackle. I kind of wondered if he would sneak in as well because listening to Tripp's analysis on the live stream, talking about him playing a more a role that's going to be penetrating more intrigues me because you want guys that have the ability to get to the quarterback and not just be those gap cloggers. So mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Uh, and then read some last rationale here from these guys. Uh, Jake said Stingley figures to be the guy on the outside for the te- Texans should be tested a fair number in year one and theoretically provide some, uh, some usable tackle floors. And with his playmaking ability could be a viable deep play. Mm-hmm. Love that. So uh, Kyle Bellyfuel, Sam Williams balled out last year at Old Miss and Dallas invested second round capital in him. Could compete for snaps opposite D-Law. That is true. That was a steal for Kyle Bellyfuel at the six oh eight. Sam Williams, the edge rusher for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and then let's see here. Any other. The tooth, yeah. Uh, yeah, Amare um- Barno is one of my favorite sleeper targets, a freakish athlete with incredible length and a history of playing off ball. Barno provides some versatility and explosiveness to Carolina's. He just copied this from his rookie mag blurb, I think. Carolina's pass rush, still a bit raw with only two years of experience at the position, but he has 21.5, tackles for loss, and 10 sacks over 23 games at edge. Plus, he only needs to beat out Marquise Haynes. I think that is something that he can definitely do. Joey talks like that to people. He does. People say, like, he, hey, Joey, what'd you he, think? Joey's about the draft? laying in bed. So he for sure copied <laughs> yeah. and pasted this blurb in from his rookie draft, like G Doc.
1: Yeah, he goes to bed early. Yeah. Thank you, for everyone. For yes, doing seriously. This.
0: Thanks to John, Mike, Jake, Sticky, Kyle, Joey, Evan, John Glosser, and Boobam for joining us in this mock. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our friends over at RSO, The Athletic, and talk a little bit about the idp draft kit and when we come back we're gonna recap this draft in more detail and give you all some other uh some other kind of uh takeaways from rookie drafts that we've been doing we've had the pleasure of being in some other rookie drafts and rookie mocks so we'll give you all some insight from those as well don't go anywhere we will be right back What's up, y'all? It's Josh here with the IDP Show. And I want to take a quick second to tell you about a new partnership. If you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know we are big fans of The Athletic. And I know what you're thinking, Josh, there's so much good sports coverage out there. How can you possibly justify paying for sports coverage every month? And I thought the same thing. I was skeptical as well until I checked it out And I have to tell you, I don't even really look at other sports sites anymore. It is the best, the top tier. We're talking not just the NFL, but college sports and other professional sports leagues as well. And not only that, you get access to their podcast library ad-free. For me, as a fan of The Athletic Football Show with Robert Mays, that's enough of a reason for me to subscribe right there. But I'm telling you, you're going to love the coverage. If you're a fan of one of these teams, they have the best beat writers in the country, in my opinion, who produce work every single week. So you want to check this out. I promise I had the same reservations that you did. But once I saw what I was getting with my athletic subscription, I'm not going back. It is the only way forward if you're a serious fan of the NFL. So we are thrilled to announce that if you are interested in trying out the athletic, we now have a free 30 day trial offer. You can check it out in the episode description you'll see a link sign up get 30 days free try it for yourself test out the claim here that you can't go back once you check out the athletic and if you like it subscribe after the free 30-day trial it gives us a little bit of support here through this affiliate program so again the athletic free 30-day trial check out the episode description give it a try i think you're gonna like it let me know what you think What's up, everybody? Josh here with the IDP Show. Now, if you've been listening to our show for any amount of time, you've probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the powerful fantasy sports platform where league members get to build and manage their fantasy team like an NFL general manager. But the question is have you tried it? It's time to see what all the buzz in the Dynasty community is about, and the IDP Show is making it happen for listeners. We've partnered up with RSO to offer new members 10% off their annual site fee. Just use promo code IDPSHOW after your 14-day trial is complete. So, what are you waiting for? With RSO, you have free agency, multi-year contracts, a rookie draft, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first-round rookie options, automated contract and salary cap functionality. And much, much more. Like we said, it's the closest thing you can get to being an NFL general manager. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your mettle. Just remember to use the promo code IDPSHOW to get 10% off the site fee. Again, that's promo code IDPSHOW to get 10% off the site fee for your leagues in 2022. Fantasy just got real with Reality Sports Online. What's up, everybody? Josh Raymer here with the IDP Show, and I am so excited to share some big news with you all today. We are announcing a new project that has been a collaborative effort between the IDP Show, IDP Guys, and Dynasty Football Factory. It is the IDP Draft Kit. Now, whether you're new to IDP or you've been playing for decades we could all use a little help once draft day rolls around after all the foundation we lay during the draft is what sets us up to win a championship or if you're in a dynasty league be a top contender for years to come the idp draft kit is the resource you need to dominate your drafts we've got you covered with combined and positional rankings for both redraft and dynasty leagues now this isn't a static draft resource either. It'll be updated throughout the offseason so you stay ahead of the curve. More of a do-your-own-research fantasy player? No problem. We've got top-level analysis from some of the brightest minds to help you identify opportunities for each of the 32 NFL defenses. If you've thought about trying IDP but were hesitant to take the plunge, don't worry. We're here to help guide you with an IDP starter kit Plus, our preferred scoring settings for a new league. It's everything you need to hit the ground running and absolutely flatten the IDP learning curve. Your road to IDP glory starts here. No more missing the playoffs or coming in second. All you need to do are follow these two simple steps. Step one pre order the IDP draft kit today. Step two get ready to destroy your league mates. That's it. Once you have the IDP Draft Kit, you'll be so far ahead of your competition, they'll swear you're about to lap them. So, what are you waiting for? Go to the IDPDraftKit.com today to pre-order the IDP Draft Kit. When you use that link, you'll automatically get our early bird pricing applied. And our early bird pricing is 50% off the regular price. But don't delay, because this pricing won't last forever. So, one more time... Visit the and pre-order today. Welcome back to the IDP show. Uh, we are sitting oh, here. Oh, darling. Yes, darling. We do like the way you move. We also like the way you draft. Uh, fellas, that was a lot of fun. And uh, we're sitting here looking at the draft board. How do y'all like your fake teams that, or fake, I guess, rookie draft hauls that we came away with? Here? I love it. Perfect draft. A plus. Like your mock draft, Daddy. 32 out of 32? Sure. Sure. Bobo, how you feeling? Uh, good.
2: Like Hutchinson, I feel like there's going to be some drafts that we'll see him higher than that.
1: Um, Bobby I'll, made some interesting – I mean, so you went k <laughs> over d Low. That's
2: it. <laughs> I don't know
0: if we can D-low. make sure that. D Is that a thing? K-Ham uh, I do like, though. K-Ham. Y'all I mean, sounds like one. a radio station. Are y'all yeah.
2: going k over Pickens? Hmm.
0: I think – I said I'm at the 203 in our main league, and all those IDPs are in play for me. And if I'm sitting on the board, I'm probably, especially if it's an Aiden Hutchinson, I think if Hutchinson slips to, like, the 203, I would be really hard-pressed to take a George Pickens over an Aiden Hutchinson.
2: It is really weird, though, to take a DB that high. I mean, this is kind of a new... I mean, I hadn't done this before. I kind of wanted to see what would happen. So, it... The next DB taken was at the 402.
1: So Wow,
0: by- that shows the gap, doesn't it? But I mean, hey, like I mentioned on the live stream,
1: I, I think k is immediately mm-hmm. a top five safety, right?
0: Yep. And we, I've been having discussions about this Yeah, and he tweeted about today. it. I actually ran some polls. I forgot, boys. You are a big poll lever in addition to being tremendous presence in this space. I am. What a presence I am. Tremendous. <laughs> I love that uh, your tweet got... Posted in a Facebook group by one of the richest men in Bowling Green, celebrating the opening of the golf course. Y'all played. Let's That's go. right,
1: and yeah, we said tremendous presence in the space. It, it did. It did
2: indeed. Hey, I was yeah. the first one to uh, to uh, um, what was it? What I do? I drove ho- hole nine. Josh, there's a plaque for me in their little mobile home. You did.
0: Congratulations. Yeah, I ended up paring.
1: <laughs> I was the first one to play 36 Sunday. <laughs> so. First one. Well, you probably were the first
0: ever person to play 36. Probably so. Probably a lot of firsts on that course that I, that I did. <laughs> I don't doubt that at all. We don't have to dig into that. Uh, but yeah, John said he just took Kyle Hamilton two hundred four in Unreal Tournament, and he took Derwin at two ten back in the day. That was the previous highest he would ever taken to safety. So, so
1: listen, to this poll I ran today. Macri Give me some that? poll.
0: Yes, he did. Okay.
1: Give me some poll results. So this poll, and and I know it. I was looking at. I was. I'm in there messing with the ranks already, and I I, I realize he's. He's going to be in the mix. Mm-hmm. So I immediately put out a poll. Kyle
0: Hamilton versus Jeremy Chin. Who do you prefer in Dynasty? Since we're coming off the draft, Bobby, I'm going to guess 62% for, uh, for K-Ham.
2: Well, I voted for Chin, but I know the results of the poll.
0: I did not vote in any of these because I wanted to guess. Or no, I voted in them very early. So it was like I was the first vote.
1: Well, folks, you can still vote. You I voted vote. from my burner, so... I understand. Yeah, big chin guy over here. We big chin we... guy
0: is the actual Twitter handle. Well
1: documented. <laughs> big Leno guy. That is a good one. Uh, but uh, Jeremy Chin is currently leading, but just barely, fifty three percent to forty seven percent. That so is people are honestly split.
0: very surprised. This to has eighty
1: seven votes, and this has only been out there for like eight hours. So
0: unreal reach by your boy. Uh, that's all that matters, right? You're going to have to, I think, swap it to Unreal Reach in this space. Unreal that Reach.
1: That is true. That's a good one. I'll have to pencil that down. Pencil that down. So we also ran some other ones just because I, I was curious. I know Devin Lloyd, another guy. He's a he's arrived. So I, I think I think I can uh, – I'm pretty confident when it comes to Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, um ham Devin Lloyd. These guys are all immediately top twenty IDP assets. Agreed. Uh, Kham is a top five safety. I think it, I, to me, I think you can uh, personally. I probably, I probably would go two.
0: I think I'd put him two or three. I think I would maybe squeak him above Jeremy Chin.
1: Now, keep in mind, this does not mean that we are taking him. I'm not taking either any of these safeties in a startup. But just if I had to rank them, that's that's probably how I do it. But I'm not going to pay the cost to acquire one of these safeties there, because we know yes. this is a replaceable position. You can stream them, you can find them. There's you can always find safety.
0: There's a misconception there between this is where I would rank this guy, yes. and then saying, well, if you just followed your ranks, you should be drafting yeah. this guy at so and so position. No, don't miss
1: that stuff. If you follow my ranks, you are not going to be drafting any of these safeties because they're all going like usually like top twelve overall, and that's that's probably not the case on my ranks. Um, but anyway, uh, these guys are, they're already there at uh, Devin Lloyd. I mean, he's already what he's, he's gotta be already a top 10. I would think, yeah. I mean, um, even though you got foyer there, I mean, they're going to run two linebacker sets. I mean, we've already talked about this a ton. Uh, Devin Lloyd is, is, he seems to be the most different, uh, in a good way, linebacker in the class.
0: If, if what we're projecting, if the, the most kind of, well-defined projection of Devin Lloyd is that he has Devin White mm-hmm. for the Jaguars' defense. It's amazing. I mean, that that to me personally is worth a first-round pick in rookie drafts because yeah. you're telling me I can have a guy that you can later trade, you know, get multiple first four or a first and a second four in the future. That to me – now, I'm not saying like 106 or something crazy, but like 110 to 112 range, Devin Lloyd's in play for me. Yeah. So and also Aiden Hutchinson I think is in play. So are you? I think you originally said Kayvon Thibodeau over Hutchinson when we had some early draft discussions. How does it break down now for you that we know he's a giant? And I still have Hutchinson. I, or no, I, no,
1: I mean I, I don't know that I ever had it. I mean I wouldn't. I know I was going back and forth with it. I think you originally. I think we were saying who should the Jags take? I think that was the question, and I think that maybe Kayvon has the most upside, but again he has the character. Concern. I mean, even if those aren't real, I mean, just the. We know that Hutchison doesn't have those. So, and and Hutchison's an amazing athlete in his own right. Mm -hmm. So, I think that it's you're splitting hairs. I think, but I mean, I I would go Hutchison. Uh, I'd rank him higher, and I think I have Hutchison already ranked as like edge seven. Let me pull him up
0: yeah I was gonna say you're you took it down. it's like when Bobby you land on the the website and it's like page under construction, yeah, of course, uh Addie put I think coming soon devil emoji like mm-hmm. typed out sure. so it Makes was just a sense. really nice touch by the tremendous presence in this space,
2: yeah, if somebody ever starts messaging us and uh doesn't use the devil at least once a day i'm gonna i'm gonna think maybe somebody has Adam's phone,
0: yeah. That's how you know, right? <laughs> if 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 a message gets sent out without one of his favorite gifts, or yeah. without the devil emoji, mm-hmm. uh, or you know one of his favorite misspellings, I, I'm, I'm gonna be yeah. <laughs> he's been taken hostage. Someone call Ed, my wife, Ed Zachary. So all um, right, so I, I've already got him. Uh, so here's my top. Here's my top Ooh, seven linebackers. Little sneak
1: peek. Little sneak peek. Micah Parsons, LB one. Roquan Smith, LB two. Darius Leonard, LB three. Devin White, LB4, Jordan Brooks, LB5, Devin Lloyd, LB6. uh Yeah, LB6, Fred Warner, LB7.
0: That was one of the polls you had, right? It was Devin Lloyd versus Fred Warner, I want to say. Yeah,
1: let's see who, how that's going. I haven't even checked that one. I before.
0: had to think long and hard about that one because we know Fred Warner is a baller. Um, so I also
1: did Devin I did Devin Lloyd versus Logan Wilson as well um,
0: give me uh, Devin Lloyd on that one
1: that one actually is Devin Lloyd 43% Logan Wilson 57% wow so,
0: Ooh, I'll take Logan Wilson
1: Um, you'll take Logan Wilson as well mm-hmm. you want the sure thing right absolutely a lot of people in their replies saying that same stuff sounds really scared to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey what did we say about scared money Eddie
1: it don't make no money it don't make no money all right here's another one I put out uh I can't find that one
0: uh Devin uh, Lloyd versus Fred Warner
1: oh here we go Fred Warner versus Devin Lloyd this is pretty surprising uh Fred Warner 76 percent verse 24 percent for Devin Lloyd that's I love to see that because Fred usually doesn't get the love that he deserves
0: people be loving some Fred Bobo this is a bit of a mm-hmm. change of pace uh usually Fred I think is uh a little bit not disrespected, but a little bit undercover when it comes to IDP assets. It's Fred versus Devin Lloyd. Yeah. Wow. That's tricky. That's tough.
2: I wonder how many people are scared of Muma and Foyer. That's probably what it is. Just crowded. But I mean, so is San Fran. So is San Schier Fran. So is Tampa Dre. Bay. I mean, yeah. there's
1: a lot of there's a lot of you know similar spots. Um, another one I did was to touch on an edge guy. I did one for Aiden Hutchinson. I did two for Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson versus Chase Young. Oh, this is easy. I think I voted Chase Young. Mm, Aiden, Aiden is Aiden winning? Aiden, Aiden is losing. Forty three percent to fifty seven percent. So get your offers out there right now. If if you're, uh, if you're on the clock at, if you can get, I mean, if you can get, you know, that's a great time to make a trade. I think absolutely offer someone. You know, if you're on the clock at two o one,
2: uh huh, he's still available.
1: You have Chase Young. Maybe you offer Chase Young for the 201. Slide in there. Maybe get something else too. I don't know. Maybe. What was
2: your What was your other Aiden
1: one? Uh, Aiden Hutchinson versus Brian Burns. Oh, uh, Brian Burns. For this me. was
0: Burns for me as well. Yeah, this
1: was Burns winning this poll as well. Fifty nine percent. Do you have Burns? Are you I have Burns ranked higher. So my my top uh, my top seven. Let's do my top eight. My top eight edge guys. I have. Nick Bosa one, T.J. Watt two, Miles Garrett three, Brian Burns four, Max Crosby five, Aiden Hutchinson six, Jalen Phillips seven, and then I have uh, Kayvon Thibodeau uh, edge eight, Chase Young nine, Josh Allen ten. But let's
2: uh, let's talk real life for a second. Let's be let's be honest with people.
0: <laughs> now, Alexa, <laughs>
2: Alexa, you need to hush. So, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about people that you can actually play in 2022. Aiden Hutchinson is a guy that's going to play this year. Kyle Hamilton will play. Devin Lloyd will play. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau will play this year. How many others? How many others are we relying on to be active starters for your roster? You can I, hope. I feel like this is something, with the conversation that needs to be had. Because there's, you know, we've done this in the past. We've historically elevated linebackers. Probably just linebackers. We're not really telling you all to go and grab a bunch of DBs and plug and play them. Um, I know there's been fun Divine Diablos and Richie Grants and stuff like that, but they don't always work out. But for this year, are there any more than the ones that I just talked about? You know, maybe Carl Loftus Walker. Are you are you relying on Walker for your IDP squad this year? Not for
1: not for this year. Not for this year. No. That doesn't mean don't draft them. I mean, oh yeah, again, yeah. I do enjoy the. I mean the value drink it now for Muma mm-hmm. for Troy Anderson. I mean, those guys in the fourth round, those, those are, those are
0: great. Anderson picks. could, mm-hmm. uh, I think you could see Channing Tindall have a role I like uh, that. I think you could see Jaquan Brisker in that box role for the bears is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I want to see how the safeties shake out in Kansas city. Brian cook is interesting there. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw the honey badger land with the saints. Uh, so, with him out of the way in Kansas City, you still have Juan Thornhill there and Justin Reed, so I don't know. I don't know about Brian Cook, but I definitely like Brisker, Tyndall. Karloftis uh, Karlof gets dinged a little bit just because they brought back yeah. um, Melvin, Ingram. Melvin Ingram today. So beyond that, I mean, Trayvon Walker, that's a great name. Do we think that um, – we know he's going to get opportunity, right? Yeah. He's, the, he's the number one overall pick in the NFL draft – do you trust him for your IDP roster in 2022? No,
1: you definitely don't. I mean, you you can't draft him and redraft. That's that's silly. Maybe D'Angelo Malone gets some play this year. He should. I Ab- mean, Ab- Ab-Kitty, Ab-Kitty
0: I would trust Both in, those a, guys, in a
1: redraft league. Yeah. Both those guys could get some run.
2: But I just want people cuz it seems like pretty a uh, pretty wide uh, net that gets cast a, 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 you know across the community by week 8 is some pretty upset people when their third round linebacker is not seeing 50 percent of the snaps and um, I agree with what Adam's saying these people need to be drafted and you need to see who could be good maybe this year but kind of what the future of the team might look like look at the look at the money that these linebackers are owed what are potential dead cuts that the team could see in the in the future years you know what what type of role could these guys be walking into in the future? But patience is definitely key, especially for this year. I feel like you're not always gonna have a plug and play guy.
1: That's a good point. Now is the time to dig into the contracts. See, see how, you know, how attached these guys, uh, these players are to the teams and like what they what the uh, you know, can they get out of these these contract situations that they're in? Mm-hmm. Um now is the time to focus on stuff like that.
0: So Jermaine Johnson, no for twenty twenty two. Mm-hmm. N'Kobe Dean. I personally have a lot of trepidation about N'Kobe Dean with this pec injury. I think we're going to get into, like, training camp, and we're going to be getting the breaking news alert that he's elected to have surgery.
1: Huh. The pec injury, and then they also have questions about his knee. Yeah. Right? So,
0: I, I have concerns. I think long-term, I'm interested because the Philadelphia linebacker's nothing to write home about, but this was a nice grab by Mike Wollert at the 302. Uh, Christian Harris, yeah. Houston linebacking corps. Yeah. What's there? camu mm-hmm. Grigier Hill, mm-hmm. Christian Kirksey. I mean, it's it's just a no Neville man's Hewitt. land. Neville Who? Hewitt. I yeah. He so there, honestly. You, you take a, a guy that mm-hmm. I think had more shine in the Kobe Dean. Look mm-hmm. at the red flags around him, even in a good situation. Yeah. Not taking him in redraft, but very interested in Christian Harris late in a redraft league.
2: The other thing that needs to be done as well is go get you a PFF sub and pay attention to PFF Macri because. He's going to put you on people like Zach Cunningham that's going to lose their job in 2022. He's going to put you on people like Jalen Smith and let you know a year ahead of time, whenever, you know, be paying attention to these um, tackle um, grades. Be paying attention to these linebacker coverage grades. Um, Because, sure, PFF numbers are not IDP numbers, but they're a great indicative of where the playing time is headed for this person for the next possibly like four to eight weeks um are these people grading poorly it's possible that a foyer a leucon could lose his job even more so to a devin lloyd or to a chad muma i know they just got foyer you know i I just know his pff grade was not great last year um but you know i feel like that's what we try to do you know as a as a group here i'm not the best idp analyst Josh is, Josh is the best IDP analyst. Incorrect. Addy is the best IDP analyst. That's me. But the reason you listen to us is because we're going to bring all of this to the table, and we're going to give you something to think about. Are we going to be right all the time? Absolutely not. Absolutely yes. Are we going to be a right a lot? Sure, we are going to be right a lot. Absolutely yes. Are absolutely we ever yes. going to be wrong? Absolutely not. Absolutely no. no. Never
0: Next question. Happened. Never, happened.
1: never will be. The scared That's the big mo- three promise. The
0: scared money make money.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. We've
0: been over this. So, fellas, we're going to keep it tight tonight. We're going to keep it right around an hour. We give you enough, folks. Let's do one more before we we finish up. Favorite offensive pick, favorite defensive pick. From this draft? Yes. Okay, so I will say the more I look at it, um, man, for me, it's between Troy Anderson at the 406 and Christian Harris at the 302. I'm going to go with Troy Anderson at the 406 because I really do think he could – Usurp that that role from Michael Walker and fill the voice at a you know, just the LB one and tackle heavy leagues for 2021. Not that I'm saying that that is Anderson's outcome for this year, but that that really is tantalizing, especially about mid fourth round there. So that's my defensive pick.
2: I'll give Addy some more time. My favorite offensive pick there was Calvin Austin to Evan Ronda at the five oh seven, um, super sneaky. And then my favorite defensive pick was there at the uh, Trayvon Walker there to Sticky Z at the three oh four. Um, if you look at him versus Kayvon Thibodeau and Carl Loftus, um, quite a bit longer. Uh, Thibodeau was at two oh three, and then Carl Loftus was at two twelve. So for the one hundred one, the NFL draft, that's really really deep.
0: Yeah, I will say I can't wait for Addy to pick two of his players for both of his Absolutely. favorite picks. But I will give Addy some love. I think Trey McBride at the 310, the tight end one from this class. was a
2: terrible Even
0: pick. in a non-tight end premium league, that is very nice value, especially on the day we just found out DeAndre Hopkins is going to be out the first six games of the season. So nicely done, Thank well, you, Josh. They still have Ertz. They do still have hurts, okay. yes. They do, but he's old, Bobby. Well. And he's got uh, dyed, bleach blonde hair, so you're we're right. not trusting that.
1: Right? Uh, what's that, a quarter-life crisis or whatever? Quarter-life crisis. life It's a tri-life, I guess. He's, like, in his 30s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He ain't seeing Baz 90. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. You're locked in if you're in a tri-life crisis at 30. Oh, man. All right, so I guess I'll go... Please pick one of your own players. He's for sure it's looking so brand. He's like, I can't say D'Angelo <laughs> D'Angelo
1: Malone, right? Malone. No one's seen it coming. All out it. No, I mean, I did. I really like uh, Josh's pick with Drake Jackson. Um, also enjoyed uh, Chad Muma at three twelve. A guy that we were, you know, thinking that was maybe this going to be someone that creeps up into the second round. I get that he's probably not going to be relevant in twenty twenty two, but uh, maybe he could be via you know injury or. Maybe he's just good. I mean, you know how these things can go
0: in, in camp and stuff. Maybe um, he carries a chip on his shoulder. He might. And just plays his t- plays his tail off. Sure. Has a lunch pail mentality. I just love throwing out the cliches as like the counterpoint. What yeah. was the meme you posted? Um, you got that dog in him? Yeah, you got that dog in him. <laughs> Versus the analytics nerd looking sad out the window. What's I do love kidding? Glosser's Tyndale pick, too. That was another one I was thinking about. Yep. Tyndale
1: was really good.
0: It, yeah. What was that? Three, That's a 309. Yeah. Mm. So right after Quay Walker went, and then you took McBride. Would I, you have gotten Tyndall there if he was still on the board, or would you probably still go No, I'd still McBride. Probably gonna go with
1: McBride. That's yeah. just a great value there. Yeah, I agree.
0: Mm. Any final thoughts, Bobbo? I'm trying to
2: think of who this year's, uh, I don't know. Every year I go back and actually try to pick out who could be this year's, like Antonio Gibson or Elijah Mitchell. Um, I think it could be, and, and it's it's too high right here. It could either be – I like Rashad White a lot, even though he's a lot higher than where Gibson was drafted. Um, TDP there from Adam has a strong possibility of, you know, maybe you slurping a little bit of that. Did you just go you
0: slurping? You slurping. Love
2: that. Um, I don't know, man. It's tough because a lot of these guys are going to be – man, maybe Tolbert. Maybe Tolbert's a nice little Claypool-type pick.
0: See some uh, production in year one. I think that's a possibility. Love Gallup it. injured. So, and that wide receiver and core, he gets Compton to Gallup. I is, think that's what I saw.
1: Yeah.
2: Suddenly very thin. Let's do a little hometown conversation real quick as well Is is uh Willis going to work in Tennessee,
0: man. I don't know. I think, um, depends on how long they give him to stay in the oven and bake. Mm. Cause I think if they give him two years, three years, I mean, that's what I've heard from very smart, uh, draft analysts. Is this guy is not your one ready. You need to let him. Jordan Love, like think Jordan Love, right? Yeah. Like the the limited sample size we've seen of Jordan Love has not been encouraging. Jordan Love's kind of overbaked at this point. Yeah, they. I
1: think they would. It. It'd be good for Tennessee to go ahead and figure out what 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 they got there with them. I mean, because he is an electric playmaker. Um,
0: Could we see Tannehill? Tana- we know what Tannehill is. Get Tannehill'd. Remember, he came yeah, in I, from I feel Miami like, as the backup to Mariota and took Tana, and took Mariota's job. I do that does feel like Tennessee's
1: not going to be slow to to yank him, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it just if they start out slow, I mean, they've already got rid of AJ Brown. I feel like they're kind of like they're kind of prepping for what's to come, right? I mean, they know Henry's on his last leg. I mean, yeah, what right. the, the Julio thing didn't work out. I mean,
0: this iteration of the team is is closer to the end than the beginning. They've
1: okay. got to figure something. I mean. The, 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 unfortunately, they're going to be contenders in the division because the division's so bad.
0: Yes, they are.
2: If y'all don't walk to the freaking championship, I'm going to be pissed off.
0: We'll see. Tennessee's Tennessee was the one
1: seed last year, y'all. Nah, like that's the thing. This, Their this... defense and, and Derrick Henry can still.
0: Yeah, like this kind of just like mediocre sort of team was the one seed because they just find a way to like grind out wins. So I'm not going to count them out, but could we see like a Tannehill like weekend? eight type of trade if the Titans are out of it and there's yeah. a team that has a quarterback injury and they're like, screw it. We'll just start the Malik Willis era for sure. I think
1: Malik's slipping a little too far in super flex drafts. I mean, I've seen him go like he's, a, he's available like late second.
2: What's your NFL team that you think via, you know, free agency
0: in the draft has gone the closest to like worst to first probably. Oh man. I want to say the jets, the jets had a really good draft. the Jets had a great draft and all if think about this. What if Zach Wilson takes a leap, mm-hmm. year two? I, I would expect
1: him to. You would I mean, hope so. He's got uh, loads of weapons around yep. him, um, and I think that he had moments last year. I mean, the guy is like what? He's like twenty two. Yeah. I mean, we got to give him. a little He looks time. like he's sixteen. He looks he, like
0: he's getting ready for his junior prom. But he had
1: moments. I mean, they're they're you know, they're getting guys to throw to. He's got a he's got a great run game now. Jesus, yep. they suddenly have become like yeah. maybe the one of the best run games in the league. I mean, that's a good
0: line. Um,
2: are y'all taking Brees Hall one one
0: I think so. In RSO rookie drafts, I was having right back. this back.
1: Con- I'm training back. Yeah. I was good having call. this
0: conversation. I think in RSO rookie drafts where you want the running back on the rookie contract, because you don't want to give these guys a second deal. Nah, that's out. the most valuable asset you can have. And that type of league is a running back, a top 12 running back on a rookie contract.
1: Brees Hall. I mean, he, he's, he's good. He's, he's, He's a worthy 101.
0: I don't think the Jags went are going to be anywhere close from worst to first. Lions no. Texans no. Bears no. I mean, I, I was going to tweet this out before the draft. It is staggering how many teams are either outright rebuilding. You know, you have the Falcons, you have the Lions, you have the Texans, or low-key rebuilding, mm-hmm. like the Giants, uh, or like somewhere in that like lower end. Like the Jags uh, or the Giants, you know, the, the bears. I mean, you could throw them in a couple different buckets. Just like Miami.
1: those teams are like, well, we're going to have to wait and see what the quarterback situation is. And what, what is this quarterback like? That's, I mean, that's, That's always what it is, right?
2: I looked at a 23 mock uh, for next year already, like way too early, and I think there was four or five quarterbacks in the top ten. Kuyper said the
0: over-under was six and a half, and he was taking the over. So that's
2: that's another thing I'm thinking about in terms of these wide receivers in the first round, kind of what you were talking about, Josh. I know some of these positions aren't, like, super juicy, but you just go back to, man, that can change so fast. How fast could Atlanta have a quarterback? How fast could Tennessee really have a quarterback? Even though that we know we did, they just took Willis. How fast could Detroit have a ter- uh, quarterback? New Orleans, um, a lot Things of these teams, Washington, very quickly. Yeah, wow. David Bell is going to be thrown the ball by Deshaun Watson. I keep forgetting that.
0: That's yeah, crazy. Maybe not for the first six to eight weeks, sure. but. Hang out with Nuke. Yeah, at some point this season. So, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate all the love and Bobby knocking over We're his own you. water bottle right at the end there. You're going to get your butt We're spanked. tired, Josh. You're so, going to get your butt He's going to slam you up against that wall <laughs> and you are hiding
1: out to where you can't sit down for a month,
0: Bobby. I'm ready, y'all. Y'all can tell. It's been a long week, but a good week, and we appreciate you guys. All the love. Boys, we hit a new high on the chartable ranks this uh, today, actually. We hit 35. One of my goals was to break into the top 40. I think we'd been 41 before today as far as our highest rank. So, Let's go. So thank you to all the listeners.
1: Hey. i about to hit another high with licks on Bobby's head.
0: <laughs> so, 35 licks for number 35 on the charts. So, hey, check them charts tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, sir. Just keep on climbing. I bet it's even higher. Rocket ship to the moon. But thank you all for listening. We appreciate all the love this week as we've been pumping out the draft content. It's not over, though, boys. We've got next week. John Macri is back in the saddle with Kyle B talking rookie linebackers post drafts. So y'all do not want to miss that. We'll be getting into our divisional preview series here very soon. And uh, we've got another fun episode cooking for y'all. So don't go anywhere. We're going to be here. We're going to be doing the damn thing. You boys headed to Mexico here in a couple days for a family vacation. Let's go. Get your Seresa. Yeah, get your Cerveza, get your Rita and yes, a reader. Sir. Adams headed for fatherhood. Double down. That's right. You day. made it through the draft, and now baby number two. Is That's right. Well, more importantly, made it through Park
1: Mammoth. Park Mammoth. That's that was, was <laughs> that was the main thing. That's Let's what I told honest. her. I truly yeah.
0: said, make sure you keep that
1: thing in there. <laughs> keep that I, thing, thing in there. I get through the draft and Park Mammoth. <laughs> like and when then... you got to pee at the movies, you just squeeze your legs together. That's right. Pray. That's right. So yeah. Uh, Baby boy has my permission to come now. But, yeah, that's going to be happening pretty much any moment. Mama is totally ready.
0: uh, So everyone's in good vibes. Uh, Hot
2: route. Blue 18.
0: (laughs) Addie's in the back of the camera delivering this thing. I can just feel the energy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, pray for your boy. Pray for your boy. Seriously, pray for your boy. All right, well, thank y'all for listening. y'all. We'll be back next week. John Macri, Kyle B, talking rookie linebackers. Y'all do not want to miss it. Until then, y'all take care, and we'll see you soon. Coming for you, ballers. <laughs>